This is the Star Wars Rant Podcast. Two longtime friends, Brian and Jacob, talk all things Star Wars. They may not be Star Wars experts, but they won't let that stop them. Welcome to Star Wars Rant Podcast. I'm your host, Brian Seddon, and I'm joined by... My name is Jacob. Jacob Furlow. Jacob, real quick, who dat? Who dat? Oh, you who are dat? just the worst person what? on the planet. <laughs> Why would you do that? Because we're going to a championship. Josh. Final kneel down of the game. Don't need to snap the ball again. Tampa Bay Buccaneers 30, New Orleans Saints 20. Tom Brady's the man. The Bucs are the team. And we have defeated the New Orleans Saints, our nemesis, over the last three or four years. A week from today, Tampa Bay at Green Bay. Hopefully to win at 20 degree Not going to happen. It could happen. I don't think it's going to happen. The weather is what I'm concerned about. Well, you know, people bring that up a lot about the weather. And, well, and, for the Bucks, yeah, at Tampa, and yeah. Tom Brady played in New England his no, entire career. No, I know, career, but the rest of know? the team, you know, the Antonio Brown's in Pittsburgh. We have a running game. What happened with Antonio Brown? I think he was a little injured. Did he get banged up somewhere? Yeah, but he doesn't, you know, he only he doesn't get a lot of receptions. To yeah. be honest with you, turnovers. We got, we got so many weapons. Turnovers cost us the game. Yeah. For so sure. is Breeze done? What do you think? I don't. He's done. He looked awfully dejected on the sideline after that fourth turnover. When he was sitting um, on the bench at, at the end when it was winding down, yeah. I, I literally thought he was holding back tears is what it looked like to me. Um, there was some frustration and emotion showing for sure. But, and again, you know, I think he had his stupid mask on. So, can, can I bring up something real quick? Let's talk about yeah. masks. Oh, boy. You know, I'm not new, that guy, right? President, sure, right? right? He's going to make us all wear it, and well, then we're going to, and then we have to like it, and we have to post something on America's down. America's Facebook page. Okay. Well, if okay. I see it, this this is what ruins my day. Okay, driving to work and seeing someone wearing their friggin' mask in their car. Can I, windows up now? Please help me. Help well, me understand I have one why. Response. I have one response. They're not an Uber driver, and I agree with that, but. I have caught myself on at least two occasions. Okay, sure. It just, it's just naturally still there. Yeah, like I yeah. came from a store or something, and I realized, like, dude, I didn't take my mask off. Yeah. And then I take it off. Okay. But in between that time that I realized that, someone probably saw me. That could be. And I was like, you're a moron. That could be. Uh, my and question, I hope that's why you're seeing that. If yeah, I, I hope so, too. sitting in the car by so themselves. So, I first started notice, noticing it, you know, months back, obviously. Yeah. And then I was like, oh, you, you, they had the the U or the Uber thing or, you know, on the back yeah, of there. Okay. So, I, okay, they're an Uber driver. You know, they, they always have, have to. to wear it. And then I look closer. There's someone in the back seat. Okay, okay, whatever. But now I'm noticing it more and more, and it just drives me crazy. Because I'm thinking to myself, is this where we are? This what does this person think in their brain if they're the only one in the car? They're not an Uber driver, and they didn't just forget to pull it down or pull it off because they just walked out of the grocery store. What is going through that person's brain to make them feel like I'm protected in my car, windows up, by wearing a mask? Well, theoretically, they are protected because nobody else is around them. So, so okay, so what does the mask add to their <laughs> yeah, I protection? Don't know. I don't know. No, I mean, I'm, I, I just don't want to. I don't. I'd like to be able to figure something out that makes yeah. me feel like, oh, well, that's why they do it, and I can so understand your problem, that. Jacob, is you're trying to figure out people. I'm trying to give people the benefit of the doubt, yeah, and the benefit of the yeah. doubt is, oh, they're not just a complete friggin' moron. Yeah. But likely that's what it is. There's a lot of that going around. All right, so you know, let's jump into. Some <laughs> we went here. for we got yeah. the football, uh, NFL, and masks. Hey, look, I, I feel like I can't confirm this, 
Uh, but from what I what I'm seeing, my sources tell me, my anonymous sources, that uh, you know I feel like we got some new listeners. So Let's hope so. If you're a new listener, seven years later, <laughs> welcome you. Welcome. Uh, please keep keep listening. And um, you know it's it's Star Wars all the time, most of the time. Sorry the about time. the mask thing. Yeah. All right. So. Um, yeah, hey, look, here's the thing. Not a lot going on. We've got a little bit of news. We picked out things that we thought were interesting to each one of us. We also are going to rank uh, droids, our favorite droids, um, from one to... Seven. We're not going to say the list yet. Oh. Seven. Um, and so we'll reveal that If there's two. seven droids, it's basically every droid you've ever heard of. Well, at least the main <gasps> Wait ones. a minute. Why not just save it? If I forgot one, hit me with it later. All right. And also... Um, we'll do some Star Wars trivia at the end. Keep my winning streak alive. So, first, I will start us off with uh, Star Wars launches new High Republic digital shorts. Did you hear this? Yeah, we've talked about it. No, we didn't talk about this. We talked about the Rebel shorts. We talked about this a this month ago. This is for ago. High Republic. Okay, that, that's new. Star Wars has a new series of digital shorts centered around characters from the High Republic. Um, Lucasfilm launched a new series of digital shorts centered around the, centered around the characters. Uh, the series titled Characters of Star Wars, The High Republic. Very uh, catchy title. <laughs> um, tells the stories of heroes and villains from the High Republic series. Which obviously takes place 200 years before the Star Wars prequel trilogy. Each episode focuses on one character showcasing their journey before the events of the High Republic. Okay, so a backstory for each one. Books. That's cool. A little backstory. I just said that. Yeah. Uh, the debut video features young Jedi Vernestra. Oh, Vern. Ruh. We like Vern. Ruh. R W O H. How do you say that? You're asking the wrong guy, guy. No? I don't think that's it. Uh, and then there you go. That's it. So wow, I haven't, that was I haven't great. checked it out. I'm going to check it out, but I don't want to ruin. Uh, I don't want to spoil myself. Yeah. But again, I guess knowing that after reading this, knowing that it's a, a backstory. That's it's more not interesting. It's really right. spoiling yeah. anything for me. That's true. A little introduction. Right to the character, not bad. I'll right. have to check those out. You can, uh, but you can check that, that out too, on the uh, on the internet, on the interwebs. You just, I think it's still working. You just go and you put in, um, probably just, you know, I didn't get a website here. I would imagine just Google it. Yeah, Google it. Although Google there's it. a good chance the no, internet is going to start being more expensive because electricity is going to start being more expensive. All right, okay. Anywho. Um, I like that. I, I would say that, yeah, you're safe to do the backstory, although there could be some character development in those backstories that gets you, allows kind of you. foretells a little bit yeah. of what's going to happen. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. How, you know, we are seeing how they reacted prior to yeah. these events could tell you how they might act because, you or know, react you think in the it, events. Is there any new stories, really? Aren't we just retelling the same stories over and over again, just well, in different ways and fashions. Shall I say something that's going to just... I'm not talking ups- about Star Wars well, in but, general. I mean, let's think I'm about, talking about all storytelling. I mean, Star Wars was original in the fact that it's... In space? In space. <laughs> but it was kind of an original story in a new setting. New settings, yeah. But right. as far as the actual story, it's like Luke Skywalker, Luke Skywalker story, evil. it's not... Even characters, know. though, I feel like, you know... 
yeah, Luke was the guy we rooted for that we saw him grow. Han was the, you know. Well, the, it's always somebody on well, a hero's journey. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, but but that's the stories that appeal to people. That that's the that's mankind's yeah. story in a way. Wow, we're getting we're getting deep here. That is the story it's of America. It's almost as if there's a longing within each one of us to to be able see, to root for someone, to root for yeah. the to be able to to be able to see ourselves, to see in the protagonist redeemed, to have a hero. You know a what? Savior. I feel like you've just segued me into <laughs> my into one of my one of my pieces of news. All right, let's hear it. So there was a tweet that went back and forth between Peyton Reed. If tell me who Peyton Reed is, uh, he played for the Colts. Um, nope. He is a Hall of Famer. That's not it. Quarterback. Not quite. He now works with Brad Paisley selling car insurance. No, no. Peyton Reed is the guy who directed um, episode. Uh, two of season two, so chapter ten of Mandalorian, and then he and he get the season yeah, finale. The season finale. Yeah. Very good. So I was joshing you. Oh, were you joshing me? Yeah. Okay. Uh, so <laughs> so Peyton Reed uh, tweeted it to uh, Mark Hamill at Hamill himself. He said, "When I there's a photo here of Luke. Yeah. Um, I, I would say not the coolest looking photo ever." But it's of Mark Hamill uh, from A New Hope with his kind of leg propped up on the speeder. And, uh, you know, Peyton Reed tweets at Mark Hamill and says, Dear Ad Hamill himself, that I guess that's Mark's Twitter handle, yeah, right? Yeah. I don't have a Twitter. Uh, he said, When I was a kid, Mark, this photo hung on my bedroom wall, the, the photo I just described. Star Wars and Luke Skywalker in particular meant a great deal to me. Some things never change. It was an honor and a dream come true to work with you on The Mandalorian. Nice. Thank you. Yeah. And then he said, hashtag MTFBWY. I have no idea. No idea. Was it? MTFBWY. May the force be with you. Oh, good job, dude. <laughs> come on. Sorry. And then our guy, Mark Hamill, at Hamill himself, responded and said, Dear at Mr. Peyton Reed. I am so grateful to have been given the unexpected opportunity to revisit my character. Here it is. When he was still a symbol of hoped, hope and optimism. You, your assured direction and kindness was a crucial element in the experience and means more to me than I can say. Again, I'll say it again. He was, at Mark Hamill himself, happy to have been able to revisit his character when he was still a symbol of hope and optimism. I, the first thing I read that, and look, we're not the clickbait guys. We're not the guys trying to stir the pot unless at the bottom of that pot is Ryan Johnson. So let's <laughs> stir away. I think that Mark Hamill basically said, Ryan Johnson ruined Star Wars. Yeah, That's I'm what not, he said. I'm not going to disagree. I'm not going to disagree. <laughs> I, this is, we talked. I mean, it's the Luke we wanted. It's the right. Luke we deserved. To have, and we and we didn't get it. Ryan Johnson, you know, pooed all over our wishes. Yeah, and, and again, it was a different story for sure. And and you know, we got to see Luke do some, you know, one cool thing. And um, and then of course the way it ended, it was it, it somewhat redeemed that. But the damage know, was done to an extent. I don't know if it was even extent. so much the the fact of uh, partially. It's yeah, we didn't get to see him. You know. The way one master Luke, right? But it was also just the you know where you had a Luke, you know, and he kind of says it, 
you know, where he was uninspiring and he and he lost faith and he yeah. lost hope. Well, uh, he was yeah. like the the curmudgeon. Not only you know. was he uninspiring to us, the audience, he was uninspiring to the person he was trying yeah. to train, right. you know? So, um, and again, this is, you know, specific to Last Jedi, obviously. Rise yeah. of Skywalker somewhat tried to walk that back. But yeah. again, like I said, the damage was still kind of done. And and that's a great, you know, I mean, we, you, you could we'd literally talk for hours. And if there was 50 people in this room, everyone would have a slightly different opinion probably. But everyone's would probably agree that, you know, Rise or, or Last Jedi Luke Skywalker was not the Luke Skywalker we wanted to see. I feel like everyone would at least agree with that, you know, to to, to certain degrees or more. I concur. All right, so um, let's get let's get on to some droid talk real quick. Okay. Um, so, so this is you're gonna feel real bad. Well, here. this is by way of some news first. So oh, let me get to this first, and then the we'll droid get to the story. Droid talk. Yeah. Okay. So actor Alan Tudyk, yeah, uh, says he isn't appearing in the series, the Andor series. As uh, K2SO. Mm-hmm. That's a bummer. Uh, so he says, if uh, th- this article written by Samuel Roberts. Oh, Sammy. Yeah. If you were hoping... Friend to of the s- show. <laughs> if you're hoping to see his entertaining robot companion, speaking of Andor, K2SO in the show, you might be out of luck. Actor Alan Tudyk, who both voiced and mo-capped the character... Says he's not in the series. Still, Tudyk says he could appear in the show eventually. Oh, it gosh. sounds like it depends if the show continues beyond its opening uh, salvo of 12 episodes. And so just to, the quote from Tudyk, they're shooting it right now. I'm not in it. But if it stays on the air, stories keep getting told. I'll end up in there. That's cool. Uh, and this is him speaking to Collider. Uh, but you know, so what's interesting, this is despite him appearing in the at the D23 event in 2019 promoting the show. Um, the article says this suggests Andor could be an ongoing series with multiple seasons like the Mandalorian rather than a limited series like the upcoming Obi-Wan Kenobi. Um, all right. So just, this was interesting too. In the same interview, Tudyk suggests his, I don't know if I'm saying his name correctly. I feel like it sounds good to me, my man. Uh, Tudyk suggests his time playing the character. Two dykes. No, this is not that. Oh. His time playing the character is finite simply because... It has incredible physical demands. Oh. He says, I do know this. I have to be on stilts for it because the character is 7-1. And I'm not one of those guys that says, somebody else do the motion capture and I'll voice it later. That's cool. I'll have to do the motion capture and I turn 50 in March. Wow. Um, He says, so I hope they get to it soon because I'm going to be, I'm not going to be on stilts in like five years. I'm not doing it is what he said yeah well uh must be nice to be able to just make those uh choices yeah. you know lastly this raises further questions about what ground the andor season uh series will cover the show is set five years before the events of rogue one suggesting it'll explore the uh machinations of the rebel alliance in the time leading up to the battle of yavin Boy. it's been described as a tense Spy thriller, which we, we are. Yeah, about. right, and that's cool. So, so a little disappointing because I thought uh, I thought he was going to be in it, but it led me to this idea of Jacob. What are you know? What are uh, our favorite droids? And so I listed, um, and apparently I forgot one, so you'll have to remind me. But I thought of droids that um, you know either had prominent roles and or like speaking roles. 
within Star Wars, you know, so not like, you know, like a medical droid or the gonk droid or the mouse droid you see all the time, but right. just, just ones that, and really not even like, so for instance, IG-88's not on there because he, uh, you know, he doesn't talk in mm-hmm, Star mm-hmm. Wars. So at least, at least what I've seen. Okay. Uh, all right. So here's our list and then we'll rank them. And uh, so I got R2-D2 on there, K2SO, C-3PO, BB-8, IG-11, L-3, and Dio. And I already saw who you have on Did there. you? Chopper. Do you feel bad? No, because he's animated and I, I did forget him. But I know he still counts. He still counts. That's fine. So give me a second. Let me just let me just put him on my list. Okay. Well, while you're doing that, I'll, I'll talk a little bit about um, Alan Tudyk, who also I believe was the pirate in Dodgeball. Does that <laughs> does that sound right? Yeah, he so. was the pirate in Dodgeball. So it is disappointing that. Because it's disappointing because he was the pirate. No, it's disappointing that he's not going to be in the the Andor series. But at the same time, I'll, you know, here's a question for you: If you can think and and do what you're doing, yeah. um, if 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 L three had not went down the way that L three did, would would it would the character be more uh, vanilla? Is a bad word. More boring, uh, you know, as exciting to you as what we think of L three. Because when I think of L three, I think about the way. That he just a she. Oh, I'm sorry. K2SO, K2SO, oh. not L3. K2SO. Um, well, let's let's talk about it as we break them. Down. Okay. So let's, let's right. start with your number eight. My number eight. Yeah. My number eight now is Dio. Uh, okay. My number eight was Chopper. <gasps> Are you? Did you just? <laughs> I, what was no, the point? I, I, I what was the point that, of going through that? Because to me, so as I said, it's, it's animated until, and so for me, it, he he just ranks down lower. Yeah, he's interesting. Wow, he we are so, Chopper was awesome. Yeah, and Chopper saved the day thirty-seven times yeah. in in I, four yeah, seasons look. of Rebels and sixty episodes. I don't. Yeah. All right. Well, why why Dio at eight? We got we got Dio for fifteen minutes oh, in all hello. of Star Wars. Hello. Hello. Yeah, oh, that was you. it. Thank that you. was the contribution of you. Uh, it was an interesting looking. It's gonna be an interesting list. All right, yeah. what was your number seven? My number seven now is uh, BB-8. I had BB-8 at seven as well. Okay. Uh, BB-8, he got a lot of love. Uh, I just could not stand him. I, part of it, look, part of it's not BB-8's fault. Part of it's because I wanted R2D2 and C3. And I'm right there with you. In the sequel BB-8, trilogy. BB-8, BB-8 and the Force Awakens, I could deal with. BB-8, once they introduced R2 and C-3PO more heavily, and then BB-8 was outshining them, yeah. that turned me off for BB-8. It just and got then ridiculous. The Last Some Jedi, the, 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 the Walker, BB-8. Yeah. The Walker. Can't deal with coins that. coins out of Can't, the belly. All the coins. Uh, you know, so maybe maybe the last Jedi ruined BB-8 for me. Plus, but. then I realized BB-8 sounds exactly like Wally from the Disney yeah, Pixar movie, cool. and that I didn't that made, right. that took away some of the charm. What's your number six? Number six now is C-3PO. Oh, what? I know. Yeah, you can't give me a hard time about Chopper. I put L three there. Yeah. Um, so you put. I did. Why? All right, so why is he so low for you? He just... See, Dario never did anything for me. I liked him in... I, I liked his kind of... The way he was used in The Rise of Skywalker. 
but I've always found 3PO to be kind of an annoying character that's just not really on the team throughout everything else. He never wants to be there. He's always complaining. I know it's comic that's relief. That's what he's supposed to be. But I just don't get overly involved with it. Like, I like heroes, and I like these droids that can contribute in a positive manner, and 3PO just doesn't do that. He's a, he's a, he's sideshowed Bob. I mean... I like him. I do. I like 3PO. But I put this list together based on their actions that they did that kind of contributed. All right. So well, I'll, I'll give my thoughts on 3PO when I get to him. But okay. for L3 for me, where I, I put her at six, um, I didn't like – I thought the whole thing with her and Lando was kind of weird where they were – wherever they were trying to go with that. Um, she was all about droids rights and all that. You know – Whatever it just it just didn't do anything for me. It, it it's interesting that they put her you know as the computer for the Falcon, um, but yeah, she kind of like you said. I mean, it was she was more of a nuisance to me than than anything. I felt like. Um, I me. guess I guess because she got involved in the action. Okay, because I'm gonna if you're done, I'm gonna roll yeah. that. She's my number five. Okay. Um, so. I like the person that voiced her. For whatever reason, I felt like that 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 person did a really good job of yeah. voicing that character. Um, I thought it was an interesting looking droid that um, had a. We've never seen a droid like that, right? That's just like so. And I, I found I found all of that interesting. Um, plus the connection with the Falcon that 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 carries it. Um, that carries it a lot as well. Um, all right, so my number five was actually Dio. Um, whoa yeah he uh i i liked him i enjoyed him better than but there's so BBA. nothing to go there's not on. a lot but let me tell you something as i when i watched that movie he was like a bright spot for me for whatever reason i actually enjoyed him yeah. i don't know if it's because he actually spoke english too that kind of helped a little bit you know again he didn't speak very much but he was funny when he did um he had this he was interesting to me because you know she says you know somebody's mistreated him or something and so it kind of made you wonder. He got the like, sympathy vote. Yeah, it kind of made you wonder, you know, what his life was like. Yeah, um, they they make they make Dio appealing. I just needed yeah. more of it. You know, I mean that's that's it. I I, I just needed more. But of I liked it. I actually he's one that I would actually want to see more of. Now I would agree with you on you that. Know? Yeah, I would like to, if if I saw more Dio, he might he yeah. might jump over some. All right, what's some your number four? My number four, and this thing is so messed up now. Um, IG eleven. Yeah, I'm same same for yeah. me. Number four. So, um, honestly, kind of surprised going through this because I loved IG-11, but I feel like with IG-11, he was not, he was likable, but not likable as a good guy in episode one. And then we went, what, five episodes? And then he started to get really likable, right? And then he was extremely likable in episode seven and eight, chapter seven and eight of season one. So it's kind of the same thing. I would have liked to had more good guy IG eleven. Um, he's out of all of the droids on this list, IG would smoke every one yeah, of them at the same sure. time. So that's cool. Yeah. So for me, he um, he was interesting from the get go to actually see how, how he moved. You know how he fought. That was really cool. He was he was. Uh, funny from the beginning even as yeah, a bad guy yeah. you know with the self-destruct and all yeah, that. yeah that got done a little bit too uh, much but it was me, still but. good i i liked it and then yeah then i like to see you know i like that he uh was repurposed and he oh, kind man. of had to in some ways prove himself 
you know, that actually had changed. Um, and he, he got to play the hero, you know? Yes, the big-time um, hero. Multiple times. We, times. we talked yeah. about this in our breakdown of Chapter 8. Um, they would have been... They would have been up a creek. They would have been royally screwed time and time again. Because IG eleven, he, 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 he took care of business n- numerous times yeah. in that season finale. I mean, he rescued Baby Yoda from the two stormtroopers. He went into the town and and, and bought some time for everyone to kind of take cover and and the, uh, destroy the speeder bike. He did the lava thing. He sprayed Mando with the uh, with the back, back back to tank stuff to help him recover. He got the uh, the grate off of the wall. Yeah. So he, I mean, that's like five yeah, things in one hero. episode. Yeah. They were they were screwed yeah. if, if he had not been there. No, he was cool. Uh, all right, your number three, voiced by Alan Tudyk. Nope, no, no, no. I don't know IG eleven. Oh, I know what you're gonna say. IG eleven is voiced by. Uh, is it? Uh, uh, I just want you to say Taiki it. Wadi? There you go. Yeah, there you go. All right, number three. K2S. All right, so K2S. Yeah. So voiced by Alan Tudyk. Yeah, all right. <laughs> yeah. So uh, so three. Number three for me also. I you know for me he's interesting. Number one because he's an Imperial droid, uh, reprogrammed, uh, but he still looks like an Imperial droid. So right. for one, he looked cool. He was super tall. I like that he looks like an Imperial droid still. Um, I like that he has the that background and that he can, um, you know, if needed, he could slip back into it and disguise himself with, with those other droids. You know, he made a statement, I think in rogue one where they saw, you know, like when he sees where else another, would it have been? no, I know. But when he sees another one of, you know, the same that he is, and he, I thought he made some type of statement about how they're not really free or something. No, like that. I think that's L three. No, there was something I'll try to find it next. Week. Okay. But um, you're not. But anyway, and then again, obviously the uh, you know he was funny, he was sarcastic, yep. he was super. Well, strong. he had K K two S O had that like um, uh, speaks whatever comes to his mind yeah. is what Cassian said. Right. Uh, so I mean, you automatically kind of really start to like the character because he's yeah. like he doesn't trust you. I don't trust you yeah. either to uh, to rent. Uh, Jin to Jin Urso, um, Stardust, and yeah. then he, uh, and then obviously you know he he, yeah. So so that goes back to end. what I was talking about before. Had had that ending not happened for K two S O, where he kind of had this like almost like a dirty dozen, just getting blasted one right after another and getting up and helping and blasted and getting up and helping. Had he not had that ending, that that's that memorable death. Do you think he would be as high as what he is for you? I don't know. Maybe not as high. He'd still be. He'd still be probably in the top five. So they did. They did the character right. And the same thing with L three. And I don't know who voiced L three. I feel like I I should know the voice because it's familiar in my head. But you know, credit to Alan Tudyk because I feel like he and you know, obviously heard everything that he went into it. Yeah. So awesome job to him. But K two S O also I feel like just you know. Um, did an amazing job voicing that character and bringing it to life. All right, my number two, because I already know who your number two is. Mm-hmm. I, I'm sure you know who mine is. My number two is C-3PO. Um, old Goldenrod himself. You he, are uh, such a, a OT guy, man. What is great? I mean, what is great about He's classic C-3PO. Star Wars. He is absolutely when you think that. Star Wars, he's one of the things that pop in your mind. Um, 
No? Yes. Um, well, yeah, he, behind he Luke cool. and Han and Leia and he Chewie and cool. R2 and Vader. He's, he's Yoda. Uh, he and provides the comic relief. I think he's, I think I have Tarkin coming to my brain before I love him. seeing him with, with R2 together. I well, love, yeah, that relationship is great. I love the uh, interactions between him and Han Solo and the OT. Empire um, Strikes Back. And backwards, even a little bit primarily. in the, uh, the other movies. Um, I guess, uh, actually, just Force Awakens. Just Force Awakens, yeah. yeah. Um, yeah, they're on the. Where are they at together in Force Awakens? I know they're there. I know they're with each other. When he shows up and he's like, "Oh, you probably didn't recognize me. I had a red arm." It's when he's talking to Leia. Oh. Um, but he's great. I mean, he, um, you know, he is helpful. He he serves a purpose. Um, for, Every once in a while, for them, he got him out of indoor. Um, but I, you know, I always love the oh, you know, we're in danger, yeah. you know, or we were doomed, you know, yeah, stuff and, like and, that. You know, and Anthony Daniels is great. Right? I loved hearing like, him argue with with R two all the oh, time. Oh yeah, that was all but, that was all good stuff. But you know, he really needed R two. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so yeah, I mean, I had to put him there. Yeah, I mean, I think for you, and I obviously we know who your number one is, oh, yeah. but um, yeah, for yeah, for but I still have my number two. I somehow yeah. got to skip there. Um, for. You take R2 out of the equation and 3PO is not where he is. I feel like you could take 3PO out of the equation and R2 would still be where or very, very uh, close. But there's something. They, those two characters need each other. You th- How does R2 need 3PO? Uh, but they're still... Okay, I get it. But they, they bounce off. It's like Laurel Well, Hardy, yeah, yeah. You're Costello. right. You're right. From it's, a, from a, you know from I mean? a entertainment yeah. standpoint, sure. Maybe from a story like couple, standpoint, man, maybe not so much. So... Um. Yeah. I mean, you're you're kind of making right, me feel bad a little bit. Two. You should. I number two chopper is and animated my, droid. What's with the animation? <laughs> what is your Rebels know. is fantastic, it's dude. A good show. Rebels I is great. That. Rebels is that. some of the Rebels is some I'm amazing just storytelling. You put an iconic you, figure. You all because below. of those all because of those Lothal wolves. You you no, don't you like put Rebels. An iconic figure below a droid that most people wouldn't even know. This is not a podcast for most people. This is a Star Wars rant podcast, and Chopper was an amazing character. He entertained me. He made me laugh. He saved their hiney more than everyone on this list. That's right, and it was good. I could never understand anything that he was saying, but I always tried to like pick it up. His little arms waving all. He had that wheel thingy. He had the he had the flame thingy. And you know what? Before look. Hang on. Rocket just, blaster wait, flame before, thingy. Before you comment, you know, and, and send me stuff and, or chat and, and the text messages, I realized we did get a glimpse of Chopper in Rogue oh, One. Oh, yeah, I that's think right. It was. Yep. Like, a, like a super quick glimpse, like off in the distance. So, look. Okay. Yes. Technically, he was in the film. And that's why he's yeah, my right, number right, two. Right, no, right, I'm just right, kidding. Right, right. I did I, I remember that now. Yeah. But no, I love I I mean I did. I loved Rebels. And possibly because it's I didn't watch I didn't watch Rebels until like the last year and a half, and I got through seasons one through season four. So it's you know, um other than Mandalorian, it's it's the best Star Wars stuff I've seen in a really long time. So I really enjoyed Rebels. Did I enjoy every part of it? No, there yeah. were some missteps for sure. But that Ezra and 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 uh, Canaan and no no that's a book in the Old Testament. Yeah. Uh, he was a major prophet. 
Um, but I loved Rebels. N E H. That's all I got. Um, so I yeah. Chopper. All right, number one. Let's get to I'm number one. Nobody even, cares about I mean, Chopper. We know you love Chopper. I care about. All right, Chopper. number one. So number two. R two D two. All right. I mean, I don't think we need to say anything other Why than not, his name. Man, he's awesome. He's great. Uh, Everything we said about everybody else, R2 has done it all and yeah, more. And more. All He's of pure the, joy. Yeah. He's the most useful. Um, you know, how many times has he saved the day? Multiple and R2's times. in everything. R2's yeah. in Clone Wars saving the day. Yeah. R2's in Re- Rebels a couple times He's saving sassy. the day. R- He's funny. Yeah. He could be sad. The he first can... time we get introduced to R2, episode one, Phantom Menace, he is saving the day. Yeah. He saves Qui-Gon and Obi-Wan and Amidala. And he's just he's just the ultimate droid. He's yeah. always there for what you need a droid to do. And he gets it done. On top of the fact that he's feisty, he has a personality. He's and he's great. he's great. Can't understand a word he says. No. And he's number one. Number one for everybody. Right? We met him. Wait, what? <laughs> I remember what the... Force Awakens movie. And, oh, uh, we did. That's a, right. Yeah, they actually, they had an R two D two. Someone did. I don't know where the guy was that was controlling them. Yeah, it was but not he, Kenny Baker. In it there. was a live like robot. That yeah, someone was controlling. Yeah, like, life size. Like it was. It was R two D two. It was a R two D two. Yeah, he took and time we out of a like galaxy far, far kids away in a to candy come to Portage store. IMAX. You and I, kids in a. It candy was my store, Facebook profile picture. Down children. To get over to R2 to get a picture with him. Yeah, that's right. And our friend just like, who's not really a Star Wars fan, but came with us, just thought we were the biggest nerds ever. And he's not wrong. (laughs) He's not wrong. (laughs) All right. What what do you got? I've got well here, you know what? I got a question for you, and I'm gonna I'm gonna cut out some of my news. Um we did the Mark Hamill tweet, so let me ask you this. Going back to Mandalorian season two, this is something I wanted to ask you last week when we were talking about it. Yeah. Oh, crap. Did we talk about it? The uh-huh. force use on Grogu? Did we talk about that? Force use on Grogu? Well, the force use, the lack of force use versus season one for Grogu. Baby Yoda. No, I don't think we really Yeah, so. I mean, you uh, mentioned about when he was throwing the stormtroopers around. Right, right. So, I mean, there was just such a. A growth? I was going to say a back step. From what we saw him do in season one, season one he's healing people. Yeah. Season one he's he's um, force holding a mud. Um, he's stopping fireballs in season one. But I don't know that he had a reason to use the force. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I guess he was kind of always. Well, I mean, was he really always the only dangerous protected? So to, so to say, yeah, moment he was in was when he was on the rock and they came to get him. But he was already wiped out from doing the force connection thing. So by that time they had him, and then they did show when they had him, he was right. using it to throw people around. So but he, he can only use it so much. Right. Too. So here's my question: Do you think they might have felt like they, Favreau, Filoni might have felt like they overstretched a little bit on his force powers in season one? And they tried to kind of walk it back to an extent in season two. Nah, I don't think so. No. Okay. All right. It's well, that's inter- it. Thanks for that back and forth. That was awesome. It's an inter- You're welcome, thought. listeners. All right. Um, I, I got one more thing. Well, I have one more thing too. All right. I'll go first. I don't think I don't think this is a spoiler um, for a High Republic. Um, you know, Star Wars. Star Wars reveals many new reasons Jedi change lightsabers. Okay. 
And so oh. this is coming from the High right. Republic book. Um, so just to read a little bit of this, Star Wars movies haven't shown much in terms of Jedi getting new lightsabers. Um, what they have, when they have done, the reasoning has been easy enough to understand. Anakin made his blue lightsaber um, after his first was destroyed and then changed to the red lightsaber, obviously, when he was became Vader. Luke um, got the blue saber and made it a green one when he lost his blue saber. Um, and then it was revealed that he did have a yellow lightsaber. That's in the comics now. Canon comics? Canon comics. That um, Luke had a yellow. Yeah. Do you know where that came from, though? I do not. So one of the first, well, I guess the first Luke toy, um, some of those had a yellow lightsaber on there. Like the lightsaber looked yellow. Oh, well, yeah. So, so they, they made a cannon. Now. Okay. All right. And so he has a yellow lightsaber. Well, wait a minute. That messes up some stuff, right? So yeah. his first lightsaber was blue. Well, yeah. Well, you're just talking about So where'd the yellow one come from? So it's the, the toy elements not canon it's just correct yeah, for interesting toys, just okay. toy. yeah all right but i'm just saying they made they made a yellow saber canon. well that's cool yeah um all right and then uh in the rise of skywalker the skywalker lightsaber is obviously buried in tatooine ray unveils a new yellow lightsaber with so, a very dramatic hilt yeah so generally then there's been a uh, a clear need for or i'm sorry Generally, then, there's been a clear need for or deep significance to a Jedi changing their lightsaber. But the High Republic is shifting that. And again, I don't, this isn't spoilers at all. Charles Soule's book, Light of the Jedi, that's the one that you and I are reading, correct? I, I, you know, I asked you the other day, which one are we supposed to read? And that's because the one, that's I literally... The that's the first one. That's the main huh, one. What is the name of it? Light of the Jedi. Light of the Jedi. Okay, because I Googled, like, Jedi. newest Star Wars High Republic yeah. novel. You know, if you listen to the podcast, I went through the list of Our all the podcast? stuff that was coming out oh, yeah, I don't a couple listen. weeks ago. All right, so, you know, actually, now I think about it, it's probably one that we didn't release. So, um, anyway, uh, in Charles Soule's book, Light of the Jedi, there's a new list of reasons given as to why a Jedi might change their lightsaber which is apparently far more commonplace than what it was shown from the timeline of the prequels onwards. In a passage with the Jedi Tiami. Tiame. Is that how you say it? Or you I, just, don't, I don't know. I don't her know. lightsaber is revealed to be in bad shape, suffering from a lot of scratches and gouges. And um, having what, had, the kyber crystal? Well, I don't know. I'm just reading what it says. How do you scratch guess, a laser? I guess mostly the hilt. Okay. Um, suffering from a lot of scratches and gouges and having had to be welded back together in parts. Okay, okay. It still works. Definitely so been helped re- then. So she refuses to change it, um, but does note that it would be possible. So here's the quote, I guess. Could Tayami have refreshed the blade if she wanted to? Absolutely. Uh, Jedi change their hilts regularly, whether due to adjustments to fighting techniques, technological innovations, or even on occasion, just... Style, okay. aesthetics, fashion, you could call it. Um, so, you know, they're kind of making the point that. So, does that mean I wonder every some... single time do they have to do that whole force thing where they do the, you know, take it apart and, um, you know, how that's, that's how they're supposed to put together their lightsaber because the mechanisms and stuff are so tiny and small. I wonder if every single time they're like, eh, this one's looking outdated. I like this new concept. 
they got to go lock themselves in a room and do the super powerful force thing where they're unscrewing it with their brain and moving the pieces and taking the kyber crystal and moving it into the other new hilt. Yeah. That wasn't that was a question, and what you just did was not an answer. But I appreciate you at least responding. So we're getting better there. Sorry. <laughs> anyway, just to just to wrap this up, it's kind of interesting. They just kind of go on. I'm gonna sit and read this whole thing. That um, thank God. Know, it's interesting though. They, as that statement said, they could change their lightsaber because it's gonna fit the battle that they're gonna be in better. Okay. Um, and or for like aesthetics, you know, it goes on to to talk about how you know obviously Dooku. Had the the right. hilt with the right. curve. Right. Um, Ray, we saw she switched from that button to like that switch or whatever or on her hilt. Uh, yeah, I'm in trouble. Oh, what are you talking about the, the rise of uh, rise of Skywalker in with the new yellow on. one? Yeah, it was like a new way to turn it on. Oh, basically. okay. Um, and and it did make a, a comment on here about um, that they you know it seemed to be that. After the prequels, um, or I guess they're, you know, pre pre prequels, there was more liberty with lightsabers. It seems like when you read these High Republic things, mm-hmm. to where when you get more into the prequels, it's more standard. You know, well, most I of think them have, you know, yeah, I'm sure the Jedi Order um, got more strict about certain things for whatever reason. I mean, obviously, as our country, you know, has evolved since 1776 you know what there was you know 15 laws on the books when the country was founded and now there's friggin thousands so it's kind of probably the same thing with the jedi you know there's all these new restrictions every every decade that goes by um yeah, so, so this, this was almostly gone by star wars prequels with the jedi more dogmatic and following yoda's way but the high republic was a different time and so it's understandable how the Jedi viewed their lightsabers would be different, too. Okay. Um, I've got two things, and I'm going to ask yeah. you what you want me to do, Brian. I'm going I'm to leave it up to you. Okay. What would you rather hear me talk about? Would you rather hear me read some crap about Taiki Wadi's nope. new project? No. Nope. Would you rather hear me talk a little bit about the Book of Boba Fett? Uh, Boba Fett. Okay. Uh, some have speculated that John Favreau's comments on Good Morning America that the Mandalorian spinoffs will be set right after, that's Favreau's word, uh, words Return of the Jedi mean the Book of Boba Fett will kick off in the immediate aftermath of the second Death Star's destruction. However, the people in this article say we believe it's more likely that right after was just a figure of speech and Favreau's loosely referring to the time period where the Mandalorian already operates, again, some five years after Return of the Jedi. So um, we know, for example, that the Jabba's Palace Coda must have taken place after the events of Mandalorian Season 2, right? We know that. Because Boba Fett's wearing the iconic armor Mando recovered from Cobb Vant in Mos Pelgo in the Marshall episode. Uh, presumably, Fett and Fennec Shan jetted off to Tatooine after Jin, Din Djarin handed Grogu over to Luke Skywalker. They immediately went, presumably, to Tatooine. Uh, We're guessing, then, that the show will focus on Boba Fett's efforts to take control of the crime empire Jabba the Hutt left behind. Kind of self-explanatory. We saw him sit on Jabba's throne. He wiped out Big Fat Bib Fortuna. The small number of hangers... uh, Hangers on? Hangers on in Bib Fortuna's court suggest business isn't quite as good as it used to be. Yeah. All right. Uh, the setting opens up all sorts of po- possibilities for Fett to interact with characters old and new, good and bad. It'll be interesting to see how many of Fett's former associates are still in his orbit. 
while his former mentor, Aura Singh, is apparently dead, Tobias Beckett said in Solo, A Star Wars Story, that he'd killed her. Cad Bane, another former bounty hunter from the Clone Wars era, remember him? Yeah. You don't, because you I never know watched... Cad okay, Bane good is. job. May still be in business. And then there's uh, Forlom Zuckus, Bosk, IG-88, and Dingar. Yeah. So Dingar, I don't know. Dingar's the one that... You know, he has kind of like the wraps. He's like a humanoid kind of, but he has like wraps around him. What about Forlom? Forlom, I remember the name. I can't remember what he looks Literally, like. Literally, 4-L-O-M. Yeah. Okay. Um, the bounty Forlom's hunters... A, uh, he's a droid. Oh, okay. These are the bounty hunters Darth Vader hired to track down the Millennium Falcon in the Empire Strikes Back. So we probably saw all of those in Empire Strikes Back. Yes. Um, as... As a long-standing associate of Fett's, Dengar is of particular interest. Um, not only was he voiced by Simon Pegg in Clone Wars, okay, Pegg told Collider that he's open to returning to the role in live action. It's believed that he's still alive three decades later in the Rise of Skywalker era. Oh, okay. That said, and which is obviously takes place a good chunk of time before the Rise of Skywalker era, that said, he's radically different by then. A bizarre, grotesque cyborg who goes by the name of Rothar Ding. Uh, Dingar's journey to his new form could be a major part of the story. There again, they're speculating here. Um, Fett could easily pay a visit to Cobb Vance to compare notes on that famous armor, seeing as they, they're both based on Tatooine. Um, yeah, that's pretty much all I'll read on that. All right, I mean, some interesting things there. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 a lot of stuff. I would say um, read the article. Maybe we could share it on the Facebook page. Um, will the Book of Boba Fett cross over with the Mandalorian? Um, very no, likely. It's not been officially confirmed, so. confirmed, but we wouldn't be against it. For starters, Boba Fett, Fennec Shan, and the Mandalorian himself, Din Djarin, have worked together before, as we know. Yeah, but that's just all. Also, at the Disney Investor Day, Lucasfilm head, say her name. Yeah, there you go. Confirmed that the Mandalorian and spinoffs Ahsoka and, and Rangers of the New Republic are all interconnected and will culminate in a climactic oh, okay. story so event. So they will meet again. Uh, Avengers. Yeah. All right, let's get on to trivia. So, hey, if, if you're new, um, we, we go through Star Wars trivia, Black Series, um, we go down a whole card each, and Brian usually wins. Uh, last well, week, last week I won five to four. Please um, listen to the previous episode and realize that a third grader could have answered your questions. You did that on purpose. You're giving me the tough ones. All right. So, Jacob. Okay. Do you want to ask first, or you want me to ask first? Uh, what did we do last week? I don't remember. Okay, you go first. All right. I'm asking you. You're asking me first. Okay. What? Four words of warning for future trench runs does Gold 5 communicate before he crashes into the Death Star? Huh. What, which, let me see, which four words of warning for future trench runs does Gold 5 communicate before he crashes into the Death Star? I can hear him saying stuff, but I can't hear the right words. Um... We need an answer. I don't know. 
They came from behind. Did you know that? I did not. No, I did not. I mean, yeah. as you say it, obviously you act, it, you it's there. You acted like you knew it for a second. Um, they came from behind. That's tough. I was thinking about something with speed. You have to move fast, but that's five words. I counted it out in my head. <laughs> that's that was a tough one. That was a tough one. Right. We're already starting off much similarly <laughs> to where we were last week. Um, who accompanies Senate Senator Amidala to Coruscant as her security officer? Oh my God! <laughs> There's no way this is happening again. You, you when you do that when you make it like oh this is so easy it like makes me second guess myself. Hence the reason I do it, and you're never going to get it. Anakin. Who accompanies Senate Amidala? Okay, all right. Nope! It's not? Wrong, sir. Captain Typhoid. That's the guy with the plug on his eyeball. Yeah. Um, To Coruscant. See? You should have let me read it again. He secured it. All right, your turn. Right? This is a gimme. Oh, good. Who tells Luke your insight serves you well. Obi-Wan Kenobi. No. Crap. Your insights... No, it's not. It's Obi-Wan in Return of the Jedi. Alright, you got one. And that ties us up, doesn't it? That ties us up. Alright, go ahead. Alright. Who is disappointed to find just a cloak hanging on a pole he thought had skewered Yoda's body? Let me read that again. I don't think you're saying that last, that one of those words right. Okay, I think I am. I can read the English language. Who is disappointed to find just a cloak hanging on a pole he thought had skewered, skewered, I stabbed, I think, skewered Yoda's body? Oh, man. I think I got the hard card. You might have. Because uh... I, I, I had this narrowed down to a guess. His cloak hanging on a on a what hook? No, no. Uh, hanging on a pole, he thought had skewered oh. Yoda's body. Uh, the Emperor Palpatine. That's correct. I don't. I have would. I would. I would have guessed. I would have guessed Count Dooku. Um, I don't know that scene. What am I missing? That's in the battle in the Senate chambers. Oh, this is my guess. Yeah, yeah. I think you're right. I remember the cloak falling off. Yeah. I think you're right. Yeah. I don't remember the. Yeah. I don't remember. I don't remember Palpatine noticing it though, and thinking like, "That's a tough one." All right. Who takes one look at the Millennium Falcon and tells Han, "Luke Skywalker." Yeah, you came in that thing. You're braver than I thought. Oh. oh. Well, you gotta finish oh, the yeah. question. You gotta finish the question. You obviously. It. No way. You're not gonna do <laughs> this to me. It's Leia. <laughs> Yeah, Princess Leia. <laughs> I thought I was going to say, I thought it was going to be a Falcon joke. Yeah, I thought it yeah. too. All right. Apparently everyone's insulting the Falcon. All right, go ahead. All right. Whose encounter with Darth Vader on the Death Star prompts the Sith Lord to note, the circle is now complete. <laughs> Layup. Layup. You got one. You got one. Obi-Wan. Very good. All right. Two for two. Or two up on this round. You and I. Yes. yes. Yeah, that's correct. You still All have right. the lead overall. Yes. Who declares the power you give me, I will lay down when this crisis has abated? I mean, that's easy. Um, how shall I, need, I answer this? I need this? the correct name. Really? Yes. Sheath Palpatine? No, Darth Sidious? Wrong, two wrong ones. Emperor Palpatine? No, wrong. What? 
That's the person who said it. That's not what his title was. Um. Uh, Chancellor Palpatine. Yeah, Chancellor. Come on. Uh, it's the same I mean, person. No, yes, but no. Yes, but yes. I mean, not the same title. Title? Yes, titles matter. Okay, whatever. Alright. Another boy hat for you. <laughs> Who observes it's quite possible this asteroid is not entirely stable? Layup. Favorite movie. What? No. What? That's not it. <laughs> no, it's C three PO. You got yeah. it. Yeah, you, you got it. Yeah. <laughs> Who else would it be? Yeah. I was hoping you would think Leia or something. No. All right. Which crew member? Oh no. <laughs> oh no. Which crew member boards a Naboo fighter from underneath the tail section? <laughs> I don't know if you're gonna get this. Which crew? Say it again. Which crew member uh-huh. boards a Naboo fighter from underneath the tail section? Okay, so I think this is. I'm going to help you out. Okay. Because remember, the category is planets, cities, buildings, vehicles. So this is kind of how how you know um, how this vehicle works. So to speak. Say it one more time. Which crew member boards a Naboo fighter from underneath the tail section? Which crew member so boards a Naboo fighter? So it's not fighter. asking for a character. So I'm helping you here. Then who's the member? Who's the crew member? That's what they're asking you. But it's not a character? If you're getting into a Naboo fighter. Yeah. Which character? A well, Naboo fighter character? pilot, the yellow You're and a silver. You're a Naboo fighter pilot, right? Okay. What part of the crew boards a Naboo fighter from underneath the tail section? I mean, I think it's R two D two. Well, again, it's not a name. A droid. A droid. What the fart is that? I get it. There, but that's it's it's asking like basically. But I and and, and I and that's I was thinking R two yeah. from the whole time, and then when you read the description, I was hoping you were gonna answer. The droid thing. Droids or robots. Yeah. But you didn't say that. You said ships. But see, he wasn't looking for a character. Yeah, ships. It's it's basically saying Oh, how I get how the work. question is. Which crew member? Yeah, so that's, that's why I helped you because it was a little... If, it, if really... it hadn't said crew member, I think I would have... I think that's what threw me off. Right. Crew well, we, we haven't really encountered a question like that, so that's the only reason I helped you. Okay. I mean, you did the right thing. <laughs> of course, yeah. <laughs> that was the green one? That was the green one. All right. Um... Yeah, what what are the green ones again? Um, I feel like this is going to be a tough one for you again. Um, no. Oh, yeah, a galaxy far, far away. Planets, cities, buildings, vehicles, etc. Yeah, okay. Which separatist faction has battleships that can detach their spherical center sections for planet fall? I will, I will read it as many times as necessary. The... the Oh, yeah. Trade Federation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The separatist faction the, part it's there like the, is the horseshoe thing. Yeah, I mean, when you think about the separatist faction and battleships, that's not that difficult. Yeah. Am I right? Am I wrong? Well, I feel like the Trade pretty... Federation first thing that comes to mind. I remember there was like the the um, there's another like that robotic one or whatever. 
Yeah, but we never saw them. We never yeah, saw their ships, and the Trade Federation was the one that was doing the ship stuff. So. All right, so it's 4-4 on this round. Here's your last question. Okay. Who lags behind on the stairs while Padme Amidala and Anakin Skywalker R2-D2. tote their luggage to Naboo's R2-D2. palace? R2-D2. Whoopsie. <laughs> you got... I got some easy ones. Got, I'll yeah, admit, but I got ones. screwed at it last week. Yeah, All right. and I still got the crazy hard one this week. All right, um, who was in shackles when he chides? You should have bargained. Who's in shackles when he chides? You should have bargained. It's just it's it's just figuring. Who's in shackles when he chides? You should bargain. Oh, one more time for real. Who is in shackles when he chides? You should have bargained. What are you saying, chides? When he chides. You should have bargained. You should have bargained. <laughs> See, you're saying like it's Han Solo. I don't think it's Han Solo. Oh, uh, you should have bargained. See, what I think of Luke Skywalker when he's in shackles and he says... Um, he says something kind of similar, I thought. Hmm? You should have bargained, Brian. I mean, I'm helping you. Cause you help me. I don't know if you're really helping me. Because you're a liar. Give Leia my life. <laughs> you're doing Lando this whole time. No, that was my Lando. You're doing Han Solo. You should have bargained. You should have bargained. He wasn't in shackles. Lando wasn't in shackles. I'm gonna say Luke Skywalker. Crap, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> you got it. Yeah. I can't right. remember. I can hear, but I can't remember when. It was something with John. It's when right? he's wa- it's when he's being dragged out by the Gamorrean warriors. Right, um, right. And he just yells it like over his shoulder at him. You are such a liar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, All right. So. Crap, you still have the lead. I have the lead. Still up by one. I have 10 overall, and you have nine. Yeah. So there it is. Uh, that's it. This is a wrap. We thank you for listening. Join us next week when we talk about some more random Star Wars. Hopefully we start jumping into some High Republic content. Correct. Um, hopefully hopefully they start giving us some information on on all of these projects that are coming out. Because we had like the most exciting day in Star Wars history about a month ago when they introduced half a dozen, uh, or more than that, a dozen different new shows and then it's just been awfully quiet since then. So, right. so I'll say this. Go to our Facebook page. Uh, follow us. Like us. Also, feel free to comment on on your droid ranking. You know, I'm sure some agree, some disagree. What's your rank? Uh, you know, yeah. the list is uh, R2-D2, C-3PO, L3. I don't remember the rest. Go back and listen. Chopper. You forgot Chopper, Chopper again. Um, let us IG-11. know. IG-11. Obviously, um, Chopper needs to be in everyone's top three. Right. I'm okay with him being not not number one or two, but he should at least be in the top three. Hey, in the meantime, enjoy some football. Uh, we're, we're recording this on a Thursday, January 21st. But uh, So by the time you're, this is out, football might be over. But uh, go Bucks. Okay. Who dat? Follow Star Wars Rant on Facebook and rate them on your favorite podcast player of choice.